What's up, guys? Here we are. From home. <laughs> Again. You got us. It's your girl's Vic. It's 7 o'clock, and it's Lifestyle of Love, and we don't know what else, because we're at home. Yes. And um, we're just grateful to be alive. You got your girl's Vic. I'm Chris. I'm Vic. It is 9 p.m. right. Oh. Yes, sorry about that. No, 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 we're not going to that. <laughs> I, you know what, honestly, like, I'm like, damn, what time? Like, I got to make sure that I have my shit right, because I, I always forget. I know, and, you know, I always forget to correct it and say, oh, actually, you know, it's, um, it's 7 here, but it's 10 on the East Coast, it's 9 in the South, it's right. in, in Arizona, so, whatever. We're continuing our conversations. Last week we were talking about flirting. So this week we're going to talk about the romance part because romance is very important to us. It is. Um, as individuals, not as women. Okay? Because I know, you know, a lot of people think that, you know, just women are concerned about romance, but we ain't. I do have some notes on what men consider romantic, which I do not agree with, but I'll read them either way. Okay. Any hot topics? What's going on? Um, what is going on? I'm trying to think. I, you know what? Honestly, I feel like I, I'm just, sometimes I'm so out of the loop with what, what hap- what's happening. Um, I don't know anything that's going on right now. <laughs> we just watched the Jagged Edge on 112 versus, so I'm. Yes. Yeah. That made that made my teenage heart so happy. But you know, even the sound was so fucked up with Jagged Edge, but it didn't even matter. Like the song, like <laughs> come on, like. <laughs> Bangers, okay? Yes, bangers for life. I keep... It's like, I don't want to say it, but it. I feel like it's true that, like, 2000s, the early 2000s music is, like, almost the best music. Since, like, um, our parents. Because I love 90s music. I love the 80s. Yes. But I feel like 90s music... 90s R&B is a completely different... I'm not talking about R&B, okay? okay. I'm talking about, like... The bangers, like, that we were... Because we were in high school at that time, so I feel like that was, like, our time. Um, okay. You know, but... Um, I, I don't know. Don't I, I don't want to say it. I won't say it. It's fine. Say it. Say it. Say it. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like that music... Like, all these verses lately, I've been like, damn, this is the best music. Like, because we were so young in the 90s, you know? We didn't know what the hell we were singing or why. We were just singing the songs. And, of course, they were amazing. But um, shit just hits different. 2000 to 2010. Woo! 2010. I just can't get enough. What song was popular in 2010? Yeah. In the year 2010? Oh. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Probably something J Lo. Whatever. 
Um, I don't know. <laughs> but that was really good. That was a good... Um, it was good. The The volume ugh, was just so shit. But look, the, the, these were some niggas, okay? <laughs> hey, they always been. They They've always absolutely. been. Absolutely. <laughs> and they would come in with these fucking romance songs and look mm. what they really practice what they singing, but it doesn't fucking matter, okay? Hey, the twins was out there like it was nothing. Like he was. Oh, Vic, I guess we we can go live together if you want. Um, Let's do it. I just those twins ain't changed. You know they look the same, and that's some romantic music for your ass if you, they you know what I'm trying to say. Are you on Instagram live already? Yeah, I am. Okay, I'm gonna come see you. So I have still have my watch party. Girl, listen, listen, y'all. We're trying to Yeah, we're trying to like be, you know, innovative here. I'm starting a watch party. I'm live. We're on here. So bear with us. But um <laughs> I feel like last week was a good it was a good conversation about the flirtation and lack thereof. Okay. Because some of y'all be out here. Uh one did not win. Oh, he thinks 112 won. Okay. No. Well, I, uh, no. Well, you know what? Jackie Dancer was all there. Okay. It, regardless. No. And not so much with the 112-ness. Um, no. even, even if they all were there. I don't give a fuck. Alright, I'm going to go down on this. Um, You're wrong, Sean. 112 did not win. <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> I wanted to get on here just to say that. I feel like that was a really good matchup, and I feel like there was no winner. Anybody? Oh. Nobody? Okay. No. All right. <laughs> Jagged Edge had that shit. No. No. Okay. No. All right. All right. We can't. We can't disagree with Big because she's the biggest fan of all. I and I can't. Jagged I just. I, I just love them both. So you know, whatever. Um, Are you kidding me? Okay. What else? I'm not, I'm not, I don't know. What does he say? Sounds like a little biased. Whatever. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody sleeping with nobody at JE. We ain't give birth to none of them, so it ain't nobody. First of all, because Promise is a motherfucking banger, and it's not a banger. It's like it's like the it's like one of the most amazing. Like it's like a wedding song. I love Promise. You don't play it in a. It's not a banger like you in the club. You know. Oh no. <laughs> no, it's not that kind of a banger. Yeah, it's not that kind of banger. It's it's a it's a revelation song though. Okay. It's a revelation. <laughs> but I will still stick by I gotta be to the day I die. I love I gotta be. That song it just See, it like wrong. it like hits me from the inside no, out. No, definitely. Like I gotta be the one you love. It's definitely like a stalkery song. But um <laughs> What? It, it is. Why? Because I gotta be the one you love. Nigga, he's saying I gotta be the one you. Yeah, I that's not stalker. One. That's love. That's it's romance so right there. It is absolutely. It's it's romance. Okay, <laughs> and then, you know, I don't, I don't know the last time like a song, like a newer like a song in the two thousand. That was a nineties song, I think. Like hit me like that. Like for me, there what? goes my baby. Mm, okay. That should hit me like that. I love There Goes My Baby. And you know what? He loves me by um Joe Scott. I love that song too. Okay. So yeah, for me, romance is like music. I like 
if you yes romance music is romance it absolutely the fuck is it sets the vibe it does and and if you play the wrong song yeah you know that's the worst thing is when you got a whole list and the wrong song comes on and it just doesn't just fucks it up it's like when uh it's like in the best man when ass started to skip i know but as is such a but, that's but if it starts to skip, it's fucked up now. It is. I mean, maybe you, I don't know, you go, you go into like a, uh, <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. I don't know. Yeah, if you get into a rhythm, maybe, maybe it'll work out for you, but. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't so you guys, tonight, we're talking about romance. Now, I want the men to be in on this because I know that there's like, this kind of stigma that romance is only for women or that, you know, women want fucking wine and roses and chocolates and shit, but it's deeper than that. And then even the romance for the man, y'all need to tell us what y'all think is romantic because truth be told, I don't know. Well, what, what do you think is something romantic that you've done for a man? <sighs> Let's see. Okay, I bought a man a guitar. I thought that was romantic because then he could sing to me. Um, echo. Oh, Tavia says she's gonna echo. Oh. Um. Mm-hmm. That might be from the IG. It won't actually Probably. let me mute IG. I don't know. Is anybody else getting an echo? Um. What was I saying? Oh, I think I can hear something through the phone, through IG. My volume's down. I thought it was. Okay. Um, you bought a man. Right. I bought the guitar. Oh, I bought, like, furniture. Okay, Sean's saying that buying him something that benefits you is a romantic. So you bought the guitar so that... No, but he wanted it. He asked, like, oh, okay, this is what it was. His car had gotten broken into, and his guitar got stolen out of the back of his car. So I replaced it. That's sweet. I think that's sweet. Yeah. I thought that was more thoughtful than romantic, but I'm starting to think that things that are thoughtful are romantic to men. Basic standard stuff that women would appreciate just any day, all day, um, are, like, romantic to men. But I feel like romantic would be, like, if I planned something that doesn't necessarily benefit me. Like Sean is saying, like, um, I plan a night out for you and yo boys to go and do something fun. I'm not there. I don't need to be. Um, yeah, it was thoughtful. Or, like, something that I know you like, like a sporting event, a team, or a so... restaurant, a certain type of food. I don't know. Thoughtful is not romantic? Because I think, I feel like, I, I was looking at the definition of romantic, and I just thought it was like, what? That's how I felt about it. Yeah, what, 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 okay, this is the definition I got. I got, romance refers to the actions and feelings of people who are in love, or very strong like, I added. Especially behavior which is very caring or affectionate. That's what I got. Okay, I like, I didn't see that one. I, I like that one. Okay. Um, because that's why I, I think thoughtfulness is romantic. 
um, to a degree, because I think when we think about romance, we're just always thinking about rose petals and candles, and I don't think that that's necessarily true. Yeah, because I don't like roses. I did not used to like flowers, and now I do. Okay. I can appreciate flowers as a thoughtful gesture to, like, make the room look nice. But for me, if you bring me flowers, I'm not going to think of that as romantic. I'm going to think of it as sweet, thoughtful, and helpful to the decor. Well, I would have to say, you know, what was the what's the reasoning behind the flowers? Right. What's the message with the flowers? Um, the last time I got, when was the last time you got flowers? Because the last time I got flowers was to say I'm sorry. And a couple weeks ago. I don't know if that's romantic or if that's suspect. A couple of weeks ago and then a couple of days before that. So here's my thing with that, though. With flower. With, with doing things to say I'm sorry, like mm-hmm. gestures, those are things I feel like you have to keep up. They have to become consistent, I believe. If you're only doing things when you're sorry, then it's not, to me, it's not genuine. Right. So uh, you have to keep these things up. Don't start no shit. It won't be no shit. Like, don't start stuff if you're not going to be able to, to keep up with it and maintain it. Um, but what if it's something, what if it's like a grand gesture? Like what? Like, um... Like a trip or like, um, oh, well, those are, th- I mean, no. you know, a, a specific thing that's like, I don't know, I, I don't know, I don't know, grand gestures. I don't really, yeah, I mean, you, I don't think you can do grand those. gestures all the time. And I also think that if you do grand gestures, if you were able to afford doing grand gestures all the time, I feel like then they're not genuine, also, because it's like, right, okay. Yeah, you can just, you know, if you're somebody with money, you can pay, you, you're paying someone maybe to book all these things, which I'm not saying that's not, you know, nice, but to me, it would be more about, like, you sitting down actually planning stuff versus just throwing money at someone saying, hey, do this. Yeah. So, historically, um, the giving and receiving of Valentine's or, like, love tokens dates back to medieval times but the origins of the modern celebration um, lie in the 18th century with the rise of romantic marriage so before the 18th century people were having arranged marriages um, for the accumulation of wealth or a good household name for the family or economic whatever And in the 18th century, the romantic marriage, which is what we know today, became a thing. Um, Society encouraged young people to select their marriage partners based on their romantic attachments. And as expectations increased, that marriage would be built on a foundation of love rather than mutual economic interests. Um, Partners were selected had to evolve, so... Um, prospective lovers needed to find one another and determine the extent of mutual attraction, which is what we do now. Which made me think when I was doing this, I was like, maybe we should go, maybe we should revert back or something because. Well, how do you feel about Valentine's Day? Um, I think it's a trick. I think it's a ploy. 
Have you ever been in a relationship during Valentine's Day and not celebrated or, you know, gotten flowers or chocolates or teddy bear or whatever? No. Okay. Have you? Um, yeah, so when I was married, mm-hmm. we were together for so long, and uh, I think the last Valentine's Day we were, no, that wasn't the last Valentine's Day we were together. The last Valentine's Day we were together, I don't, I don't honestly even, I don't remember right now. Because we had gotten to a point to where we were together for so long, and it just, we just didn't give a fuck, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I remember the Valentine's Day after my brother passed away, we actually got into it because we didn't really ever do anything necessarily like anymore. We hadn't maybe. And so then um, I went out with my brother's girlfriend. My brother had his girlfriend at the time he passed away. And so her and I, like, I made her like a little basket. Like, you know, I put some stuff in there that like my brother would bring home to her when like, he comes home. And, you know, I put together like a little basket for her. It was very thoughtful. Mm-hmm. Well, my ex got upset. Looking back, I can understand why, you know, but it was like, you know, to me, it was like, well, you're still here with me. She lost her love, you know, so yeah. I wanted to do something special for her. But then also to me, it was like, I felt like we had stopped kind of doing that for each other. Yeah. You know, I guess to see me do it for somebody else, even though it was another woman and it wasn't in a romantic way, I could see why. I definitely see why he got upset. You know, looking back at the time, I didn't understand. Plus, I was grieving, you know. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, we had stopped. We used to go all out, you know, because we were young. And we lived with our parents. So we'd always get hotel rooms. We'd go to really nice dinners. But I think after a while, it just became like, you know, no, we don't have to do all that. But I think that that, I know we call those, you know, pagan holidays. But I think when you start celebrating those and then you stop, it. That is not a good, I don't think that's a good thing at all. Well, yeah, because the expectation is still there, right? Right. It's kind of like a, not a loss of the love, but maybe like a loss of the romance, definitely. But that's what I'm saying. There's like this whole thing now about how it's not really... The idea of romance is like uh, subjective. Subjective, exactly. Like everybody thinks of things as romantic different. A woman who's got three kids and a husband might think that it's romantic that her husband did the goddamn dishes. Okay, like that. That's true. Is some romance. Like, yeah. thank you. Like, like, give me a break and rub my feet over here. Like, thank you. I don't need any more than that in these times. Um, I agree with Marjorie. Definitely. She said, I think think romance is important no matter how long you've been together and small celebrations are a way of keeping that fire. Absolutely, they are. Definitely. You know, uh, you can't stop celebrating each other. Um, No. You cannot lose that fire. I mean, you can get the fire back, but sometimes people don't. Right. And I think it's hard to get it back once you let it die. Yeah. I don't know. No, I do know. It's hard to get it back once you let it die because you know like when you become like roommates or you become like you just become like you've been best friends but you just don't have mutual like 
sexual energy towards that person anymore. Yeah. And it's really hard to like turn that around. And I don't know why. I think because it ends up becoming awkward and embarrassing or it's embarrassing that you have to even try or something, you know? And we all expect it to just be natural and to always Yeah, just, I think that's exactly you know, what it is. Always just be there and we don't have to do anything. Yep. Absolutely. Um she said it can happen anywhere, anytime. You don't need necessarily to spend money or expensive gifts or go anywhere. Exactly. So we're gonna get to that. Um Yeah, expensive gifts. I like I like to know that you are listening to me. So I I maybe I I don't know. I say I need a new I don't know. This is gonna sound so stupid, but say uh, I don't know. Like I need a new toothbrush and some toothpaste or something. I don't know. Are you? I don't know. You see what kind of products I use and you pick them up. Like you notice I'm running low. Or those sorts of things. Like I feel like when somebody knows like your bathroom products, like I feel like that is that's a whole other fucking level. Like you're paying attention. I think it's so easy to throw money at things that really don't mean anything. I, of course, expensive things are nice, I guess, you know, to a degree, but what do they really mean, you know? That's not everything. And I think that some people I think Sometimes men, I think sometimes even women, like some women are into that shit and that's fine, you know, but that's. Yeah, some women, some women like gifts. Yeah. That's their love language and that's fine. That's fine, but yeah, you need to be, you need to be with someone who, yeah, you communicate, whose love languages communicate somehow or. And I'd like to think you're at least being creative and not just buying shit that anybody could enjoy, you know. Like you're catering your thoughtfulness and your romance to me and not, or me and us and not just any old body. Like, right. Um, so, what is romance? Romance. Apparently, is a state of mind. Okay. Um, it is a way of looking at your partner. Um, your life and even the world in such a manner that allows you to savor whatever is good in your life. Um, romance is nothing more than savoring your partner and the gifts of your intimate relationship. Savoring. And from that place of savoring and that place of gratefulness, you give back. You slow down. You nurture your partner. You get in touch with what makes your partner's heart sing. Um, you discover your partner as you do. You discover that part of yourself that can feel more and more. This, when you, when I read this, it doesn't make sense, but it makes sense what I, what it's saying. Like, you discover your partner and you discover more about yourself when you're trying to be romantic to them, because you discover parts of yourself that you weren't necessarily thinking of or you don't necessarily nurture because, right, you're not necessarily trying to be romantic to yourself. You know what I mean? Which is a thing. Romancing yourself is absolutely yeah, a thing, it too. Is. And I don't think people do that enough. We don't practice that. We're not taught to practice it, so... No, because you're selfish. You know. I think if, exactly. if you do anything for yourself, you are labeled as selfish. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. And there's good selfish and bad selfish. Absolutely, because boundaries. So, we're saying a lot of these things to kind of create... Um, you know, some future shows. Uh, our next show is going to be compatibility. Like, I think that's so huge. I'm so glad Chris came up with that because 
fuck. Like we romanticize a lot of things and in the end we end up heartbroken because we never really took the time to think about like, I loved you. Was red flagging if you really loved me back and now I'm stuck because I didn't see the signs. We were not compatible. <laughs> so. We were not compatible. Or we were not compatible long term. A lot of ways. We were compatible in maybe one area, but not in all of the areas that yeah. kind of matter, you know? Yeah. To sustain um, like a long, yeah. long term health, healthy relationship. Yes, exactly. Yeah. The overall health of the relationship. Right. Um, so yeah, buying flowers and planning dates and stuff like that's definitely like I think those are romantic acts. But if your person doesn't like flowers or doesn't like going out, then that's not going to be romantic for them. But what if you like to buy flowers? Because, you know, there's different flowers and colors that mean all these different things. Like, what if that's something that you like to do? Yeah. I had to have this conversation with an ex um, who, yeah, he liked buying flowers. And I was like, I'm not somebody who can appreciate flowers. So, I, I appreciate that you like to do that, but I'm not going to appreciate it when you do it. So I'm going to always look like a bitch when you bring me flowers because I'm going to take them from you. I'm going to say thank you and I'm going to put them in a vase or I'm going to throw them to the side. And I'm just not going to like it's not going to mean anything to me. I remember one time um, years ago. I got flowers from this guy, but they weren't just like, oh, he saw by the store and got them. Like, it was actually like a beautiful arrangement. Yeah. It was so beautiful. And I remember it, you know, because you know, it was all purple, favorite colors purple and stuff. But at that time, I just, I just, I don't know what it was. I think, I, I think I thought flowers were just so generic once upon a time. Yeah. I really mm-hmm. did. Yeah. I did. I thought that too. I feel like that. I mean, I think I still feel that way. I like to buy flowers from people who really like flowers, though. Like, I like to be that person that gives that to them. But me, personally, I'm like, I prefer you take me out. Like, I would prefer a dinner than a bouquet of flowers, personally. Yeah, that changed for me, because I want a garden, and so now I have this interest in gardening and flowers yeah. and stuff, so um, it's, I, you should really... I think as a, as a person, you should know know your person like maybe because you will get your feelings hurt thinking that you're doing something nice for someone and not like they don't appreciate it but it's just not something that they're into exactly yeah so a lot of times you know first dates you bring flowers and you're like okay thanks (laughs) (laughs) chocolates i hate chocolate right who hates chocolate i'm sorry i can't believe people out there hate chocolates but okay people do I mean, I don't like chocolate. I I feel like I'm chocolate enough, and I don't get pleasure from the flavor of chocolate. But okay, you're chocolate, but you ain't got nuts, and I like my nuts with chocolate. I get it. Okay, I get it. I actually do really like chocolate covered nuts, but um, I'm not gonna eat like a fudge piece of fudge or a fucking brownie or a double chocolate cake. I'm not gonna do that. I will. It's too much for my cavity. It's too much for my cavity. I will. Yeah, see, an arrangement. I like the fruity stuff. I like whipped cream, you know, I like fruit. I like all of that. You know, pie. Let's do it all. Let's do it all. Yeah, but yeah, Kim, arrangements are like, now that's some shit. 
Because I feel like you have to know someone to get a to get a good arrangement for them, you know. Right. And not just flowers, but I I appreciate flowers. I like flowers now. If you put together an arrangement, though, you could definitely tell the difference between somebody who put an arrangement together and somebody who just bought some flowers because, you know, yeah, I couldn't say no. Like the, like the apology flowers I got, I was like, damn, and they were beautiful. There was no way I couldn't be like, okay, I mean, thank you. These are beautiful. Um, but I but, think that's a romantic act. It's not necessarily romantic unless that person likes that. I don't know. Um, but anyway, but when it's coming from a place that chooses to experience more of what life and your intimate relationship have to offer, that is romance. So it's basically just like a slowing down and like a savoring of the person and the relationship and like whatever form or fashion that comes in, if that's y'all sitting on the beach in silence holding each other close and that's you savoring and I love really that appreciating word. your fucking love partner. and you know I mean your partner then I find that deeply romantic because somebody asked me you know what I thought was romantic and I was like honestly like sitting there listening to the waves on the beach like wrapping somebody's arms that's romantic to me um, um I love the word savor so much like savoring, savor, yes. savoring your partner I love that but I think I don't see this. Is, I think a lot of these words are really like intertwined because to me, I think that laying in bed without your phones, without electronic um, uh, distraction, mm-hmm. something you could do like on a beach, I think that that is not necessarily romantic. I think it's more intimate, which some people could mm. say is romantic. Um, but some people, intimacy is romantic. Yeah, I mean, I guess it just depends, but I, I believe in, like, I definitely believe in that, that partner intimacy. Like, I remember um, my ex and I, we used to, we had, like, two bedrooms, so we would keep our TV in one room, and the TV was not in our bedroom. So mm-hmm. when we go to sleep at night, we would have, like, a lot of pillow talk, like, we would really connect, and I think that that was really good for our relationship. Yeah. At that time, it really was. I think that stuff like that is very important. We, if we wanted to watch TV together, we could go into the other room. What was that sound? You hear that? I heard it, but I don't know what it is. It's not like a, not like a dying bicycle. Like, okay, <laughs> <go ahead. laughs> but yeah, so I just, I just think that we have to become very, we have to become mindful, like making relationships work, especially when you've been together with somebody for a long time. Um, you yes. have to get a tad bit creative and it's something that you have to want because we just get so used to that person being there um, and go- being in our routines. What is that fucking noise? <laughs> I really don't know. Hold on, I'm going to end this. Okay. Because everybody's talking about an echo and I don't know what else to say. Okay. Um, yeah. I like that idea too, though. I've always heard that idea about like not keeping a TV in the bedroom where you actually sleep, um, yeah. so that you're able to actually. But that's that's exactly what I'm talking about when I'm talking about kids in the bed. I mean, I know they're extenuating circumstances, but how the fuck am I supposed to have intimate conversation with my partner when there's these kids are in the bed? Like, I'm talking about when they're not sick, when they're not having a bad dream, when they're not, when they are perfectly capable and they have a room and a bed of their own and they are just in the mindset 
routine of sleeping in this bed. No, I'm saying no, it's not happening. But that's what I mean. Like the distractions of other things. Um, they were having a conversation on the reel about sleeping in separate rooms. And I think sometimes I would be okay with that. Yeah. I, if you fucking snore or if you have body temperatures that you need to sleep at that I cannot sleep at, what am I supposed to do? Right. Um, that can also be very problematic. So then eventually uh, we had um, different work schedules. And for a while we had had different work schedules, right? And so I work nights and he worked days. I would leave the room to go into the living room to watch TV because I'm up. I can't, I'm not going to sleep right now. I'm not sleeping exactly, right now. Exactly, exactly. But that, that, that became a problem because it does, you know. I, but, so, ugh. there there has to definitely be like a level of compromise and understanding though too, you know. Um, yeah. And ugh, that whole thing, okay, Sex in the City, they had like, she, had, she wanted to keep her apartment. Right. I definitely understand that. So does it create a more of an intimacy when you're together? I don't know. Sometimes those things, you know, they sound nice. It sounds nice to do those sorts of things, but realistically, it's like, I don't know. Well, I feel like those things are all based on your partner and how they take it, because... That's if your partner is like, cool, I, I could I could use an extra place to kind of like have a little separate time to myself every right. week or on the weekends or whatever too. Like that sounds great. Or if you have a partner who's like, does that mean you don't want to be you don't want to sleep with me every night in the bed? You know what I mean? Like if if it depends on how they right. deal with it because I mean that does. I don't know. I mean, it's going to be different for everybody. Some people are going to see it as one thing as a resourceful, you know, thing to have over here. And other people are going to see it as you want space away from me. Right. What's that all about? Right. Um, Meanwhile, it ain't got shit to do with you. And there, right. And, and maybe it even does. And maybe sometimes you don't even realize that you need some space from, it doesn't mean the person that you, you know, don't want to be with this person. Like that's not always what that means. But when, you know, when we're so close to people, like, sometimes we get lost in them, I feel like. And, you know, all these lines are crossed and blurred. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I don't think that a lot of people know how to handle that. I don't honestly know that I would be able to handle that, you know. Uh, sometimes the idea of it is it sounds really nice, but then I'm like, I miss you. Come, come hold me. <laughs> so. Right. And like I said, it, it definitely just depends. Each is on. It's like, for me, I'm like, distance makes the heart grow fonder. The longer you go on, the more I'll miss you, the more I'll give you once you hear it. But that's just me. No, um, but that's, I think that's true, too. It's just so... Know, it just depends on who you are. Yeah. Um, but if you are coming from that kind of a place where you're trying to enrich the intimacy and the relationship and savor it, um, then anything you do in that state of mind will be will manifest itself as romantic. Because if all you're trying to do all day or all you're trying to do every day is just make sure to nurture and savor the person that you're with and the relationship that you have with them, anything you do, I mean, bringing them fucking breakfast in bed, bringing them, I don't know, holding their hair back when they puke after a party is going to seem romantic just because it's like, well, 
you care and you're doing this for the betterment of us and you know yeah. you you want you want us and you want you love us together um feeding me is definitely romantic to me like if you came home with some fucking food and you didn't bring shit for me get the fuck oh i thought you were talking about like actually feeding oh me. no 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 like please because I, I don't like that my hands work no <laughs> i don't like that i don't like people grown, feed me please feed yourself while i get over here and fuck this shit up no <laughs> Um, but I just, I think that consideration is, I think that's very intimate yes. and, uh, romantic. And that's so crazy. Like why you would go to a place where you stay with another person and not bring them the same shit that you have. Yeah. That's kind of nuts. And not even just that, knowing what I like from that place or knowing what things like I don't like. Uh, I'm really sorry. And I don't want to be like sexist or whatever, but that's some men shit. I don't see women doing shit like that unless they're doing it on purpose because they're trying to prove a point. Oh, like, I know you don't like peppers and... No, like, I, like nigga, you didn't bring me none last night, so I ain't bringing you none today. But I'm talking about, like, women mm. will always... They'll always get something for... Even if they're not their spouse. They mama, they grandmama. They gonna call the house. Anybody want anything? Like, that's just what women do. Because I don't think women, I don't think women want to sit there eating by themselves either. <laughs> like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I think I don't think women. I don't know. I think men just, in the moment, they just they're like, oh, I'm hungry. I'm gonna get this. You know what I what I used to think <laughs> like. You know what I used to think was something like really like intimate was when a motherfucker knew what I was allergic to. Yeah. Like for real. Yeah, what you're allergic to, what, you know, the, you know, just those things that you hate, your pet peeves. Um, that is true. Like, if you if you know some shit about me, I will definitely, that, that feels romantic. I mean, it feels like. That's like the whole other. You've taken level. an interest. For real. A deep interest, yeah. Like a, like, like a life-saving interest. <laughs> well, I don't know about all that. Well. I don't be saying just because you remember my middle name don't mean you, I'm saving you for later. No, I'm talking about allergies. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, unless you still, want to use still, because you, you know what, you get caught up like that. Unless you like, unless you're gonna use them to kill me later, then. And that's why you. I remember uh, talking to Kim one day. I was like, maybe the bar is my bar is in hell because you know there's certain things I really. <laughs> I, I was gonna say, girl, that's pretty low. Um, but. I just said, I didn't say it was everything. I just, I think that that's, like, what if you were, like, with the motherfucker for, like, five years and they didn't know that you were allergic to them? Like, I think that's crazy. Yeah, you're right. That is crazy. Um, moving on. So, <laughs> so this is what you were talking about in the long-term relationships. Romance, especially in a long-term committed relationship, requires requires vulnerability it does i hope y'all heard that require requires vulnerability um, is that for the people in the back is that what you're doing that for that's me? for every motherfucker in this motherfucker because i think obviously especially as americans we have a hard time getting vulnerable because we're we, we see that as weak and mm -hmm. um shut in or whatever but that's another form of love and it's another form of romance is vulnerability um, um 
you know, you have to soft, you have to soften the self-protective mechanisms, okay, that you're protecting yourself from getting hurt. You have to soften if you're going to be romantic. Because if, if, okay, look, I can do this romantic great gesture, all right? I got you these flowers and these chocolates. If I just throw that shit at you, or if I just leave it on the bed, like, oh, yeah, your gift's in there. Like, no. There's, there's got to be an approach to it. There has to be a, a, a energy that comes with it for it to be considered romantic. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um. See, I, I am a person. I like words. So, mm-hmm. to me, cards, letters, like handwritten. Yeah. Um. I like playlists. Yeah. Like I'm that's big on school. that type of shit. Yeah. Like a letter and a playlist together. Shit. Girl, you fold that letter up nice and origami, huh? <laughs> yeah, don't crumple that shit up and throw it at me, whatever. Uh, I, I, I love right. that. I love that. I remember one time somebody made me a, a playlist, a CD, a burnt CD back when those were a thing, and uh, left it on yes. my car, left it on my window, you know, on my car. Mm-hmm. I, just, I just, I don't know. I just, I, I like that kind of shit. I know yeah. it seems so cheesy or whatever. So oh, yeah, that's in this. I totally forgot about this clip I meant to have Quan play um, of this woman talking about. She she mentioned something like um, creating like a fake email address and like having e- like emails between you and your spouse, but as somebody else, like oh, like a secret, way. like a secret, yeah, letter. like a secret, yeah, you know, like okay. a secret off to the side or something that's cute because it's like sometimes it's easier to talk to people you. I mean, obviously, you're still going to know it's that person, but sometimes it's easier, I don't know why, to get intimate with somebody that's not close to you or to have intimate conversation or to just, like, get things off your chest. It's easier to try to articulate things you're trying to say when you're not trying to say it to your spouse directly. But I think this was it. I think the way she was talking about it was more in a romantic way, not in a... um, yeah, I do want you to play the clip in just a second. Um, more of like a... Well, okay, yeah. Play the clip. Play it, DJ. Play the fucking track. <laughs> Break what is typical and you enter into the erotic zone. So how do we bring surprise into our relationships? You bring surprise into your relationship by breaking routine, by doing the unexpected, by imagining you start to go in one direction and suddenly you veer off, and you're tapping into one of the most important erotic ingredients, anticipation. You typically come home and you change your clothes from work. No, why don't you choose it in reverse? Dress up. Actually, just say, I dressed up for you. I figured everybody else sees me always at my best, and typically people leave for their partner the leftovers. I wanted to show you at my best. It's not the specific item, as much as the fact that it is the item you would never typically do. Break what is typical, 
and you enter into the erotic zone. Imagine actually that you take on a separate email address. That's one of my favorite ones. You know, most of us are flirting and writing to and texting to all kinds of people, but not necessarily to the person that we're living with. They can be sexy, they can be flirty, they can just be a picture, a song, a music, but they say you matter. When you get this surprise, the card on your desk, the lunch on your desk, the coffee, the ice cream, but it's the fact that it's not when it's supposed to happen. There's no reason for it to arrive except that the partner just thought of you or vice versa. You radiate. And radiance is an essential ingredient to an erotic spark in a couple. Okay. Um, so, sorry, you didn't really get to hear it, <clears throat> but um, surprising them at work, separate email for sexy conversations, dressing up, because usually your spouse doesn't get to see you. I mean, they might see you in the morning when you leave or whatever, but they might not. They might not get to see you be, you know. And they might figure that you only get dressed up if you're going to work. You're not getting dressed up for them. You know, I guess that is kind of, okay. Sometimes maybe someone seeing what's under my scrubs is kind of like, oh, like, well, they don't know that's there. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I okay. like that. Yeah. Um, getting dressed. You know, I just, I've, I've had to become a lot more comfortable with certain things I wasn't necessarily comfortable with before. So, to, so to influence romance? Um, that or just uh, confidence within myself, which I think led to, you know, uh, more romance, um, more exploration and things like that. So, yeah. and just and just being older, getting a little bit older. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, so I haven't had gone through a couple of things. You know, I think that, that teaches you some stuff. So, okay, so for instance, Aisha Curry. That's, mm -hmm. that's something that happened. Had you seen like her, the new pictures of her? Yeah, I saw them. Okay, so previously, you know, she had came out saying that you know there are women who just want to show off their bodies type shit, and she wasn't into that. And now here it is, a couple years later, three kids later. You know, she's been married for so many fucking years. She's, I think she's found, she's grown and uh, not yeah. found. I think she's found her sexy. Um, she's growing into her womanhood. Uh, it's easier for us because maybe because we're not mothers. And I think that there's this line of motherhood and womanhood that gets, you know, blurred. Yeah. Like if you're a mother, you can't be a woman. Be sexy or whatever. Yeah. 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 Not, not be a woman because you are, but I think that you for, I think sometimes mothers forget that you're a woman first and, you know, uh, can't right. lose yourself in that. Right. So, yeah. So, you know, okay. So she made some comments before that probably rubbed some people the wrong way. Um, but apparently she didn't, like, I saw, I don't, I don't remember who posted them. I don't know if she posted them or if he posted them because she was saying that he wanted to take the pictures. Like he wanted her to, to put herself out there and show her body. And it wasn't about her wanting to do it. It was like, he was like, I want to show off my fine-ass wife. And, you know, um, she obliged him, basically. She, she, um, okay. I didn't she entertained, that. she entertained it, basically. That's what, that's how I read it, was that she was entertaining, like, okay, you want to, you want to take a picture of me, my baby, Sue, and we'll post it just to show that 
yes, I still look good. I'm still fine. I still can, I still can keep this fine ass man that I got. Like, ain't nobody taking him from me or whatever it is, you know? Well, then, because she came out and made that comment about how he gets all this attention and like how men don't really hit on her. Right. And so maybe, I don't know. I think that, I don't know if women, I don't know if women are necessarily this way. But I think that men definitely love being with a woman that other men want. And you oh, yeah. See it, and you see it. I don't yeah, know and I think a lot of women lie about wanting to be with men that nobody like. I think women like the same thing, but they are much more insecure about it. I mean, men are definitely insecure about it, but I think it boosts a man a man's ego more than it. And for a woman, it it kind of c- cracks her ego because Maybe. you know what I mean. It, like I feel yeah, like that's how it it resonates. Yeah, because then it becomes a well. Is he gonna start noticing other women? Is he gonna do yeah. this and you know stuff like that? But I think that um, you know, just not maintaining that attractive, but but letting your partner like shine. I think that helps keep yeah. the spice. I definitely I like that. that. Absolutely. To keep the spice. Absolutely. I think that's I think that's huge, and I think that's very just like integral, honestly. Like you do need to let your partner shine at times without you, not, not despite you. Okay. Yeah. But let you have a little bit of shine. Like, yes, my wife is fine as fuck. I'm about to show her off. This ain't about me. You know? So I appreciate right. that. I feel, I feel like but, that was romantic. I feel like that was a romantic gesture. Like Steph, he likes, he, he thinks his wife is beautiful and he thinks that she should show him right. And she is beautiful. You know what she I mean? Is. And, he thinks that she should show herself off like the rest of these hoes out here showing themselves off who ain't got no man, ain't got no husband, ain't had three kids and raising a whole family and look like this. So I feel like that was very romantic. Um, it says that you can down-regulate your partner, which means like take them from a stress stressful state to calm. Yeah, absolutely. But like by caring and like listening to them and everything like that. But romance is about taking your partner from neutral to alive and energized. So somebody might look at you taking me out of a stressful situation and calming me down. That can be looked at as romantic, you know, like nobody else can do that for me. Um, This person knows how to calm me down. Yeah. You're my person. Like, you know how to calm me down. You know what to say Mm -hmm. to me, you know, I think that can definitely be romantic. But they're saying in the terms of like the the what the um, definition, it's like romance is meant to take you from like a neutral place to like alive, excited, energized, you know, unexpectedly energized and excited and alive. I get it. Because I guess that's what I think that's what that lady was saying too. It's about creating this surprise element this and this element of anticipation of like what this person did something for me like oh my god and that just that is the romantic part um and it says that 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 rom- that is romance and that is your job as an intimate partner because nobody is in a better position to uplift you like your partner <sighs> Okay, I, so I think that romance is actually very hard. I think it's I think it's easy in the beginning. 
But why yeah. I think that is, I personally think that it's hard is because when you combine your life with another person, like, you know, you talk all this thing, you know, they're, they're, they keep talking about things about savoring and, uh, you know, uh, doing all these things for your partner. Yeah. But there's a certain boundary that you have to put upon yourself too you know, to maintain uh, happiness and things like that for yourself. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you can get so lost into another person. Mm. Um, and then when you've been together with somebody for a very long time, when you are that close, a friend, a relationship, a romantic relationship, family, whatever, right? Like, you're bound to really kind of bump some heads. And that's why I think that romance can be so hard at times because, there's a resentment that builds. Um, there becomes this routine of like walking on eggshells around each other, not talking to each other because you just, you know each other so well that yeah. you kind of take advantage or take for granted some of the communication and the time. Mm -hmm. um, and you see less need for, some people will see less need for it as time goes on because you just kind of figure you're, going to be stuck with this person like they love you even though they may not like you you know right so right. I, I feel like of course the honeymoon stage is it's all good but keeping that shit up that's what I'm saying that consistency um doing things when you're not apologizing I think that that's hard to keep up. it is and and after so long especially it's like well what can I do that I haven't already done you what know can I do like talk? thinking right. yeah thinking yeah, especially when you are one of those people who does a lot of grand gestures and shit, you got to constantly top yourself um, because you, like you said, once you start doing them, you got to keep doing them. Right. Um, otherwise, this person's going to feel slighted or like, oh, why don't you do that for me no more or whatever, you know? Um, That's why the grand thing, I don't know. And, and it's, you got to get creative. Like, let's just say, yeah. you know, one thing I, I'll never ever forgive you. This is going to be so fucking cheesy. I'm a sentimental ass, like, cheesy corny ass motherfucker i remember this episode of the steve harvey show when bullethead liked um the girl with like the piercing in the brains yeah and i think she wanted to always like go to a beach or whatever and so mm -hmm. they were kids so he couldn't do that shit so he like made her like a beach like in the gym or something that was so sweet see stuff like that like when when if money runs out or things, you know, what I'm saying like resources run out or like right now we're in quarantine, we can't necessarily just go somewhere. Like we just right. take the time to recreate things. Like that is some romantic shit. Love that. I love that. I've seen that. I've seen that on Instagram a lot of um, a lot of anniversaries being celebrated in the living room. Um, a lot of birthdays for people who don't have kids and things. Um, you know, a lot of recreating Girl, vacations like and stuff my neighbors are like getting into it right now <gasps> i bet the neighbors are money no the, oh they fight definitely like, yeah I, and i can't tell if it's above me or if it's next to me oh yeah uh-oh better get the cup out i didn't even know bitch the fuck oh my god whoa i heard that you heard that oh they're fucking getting into it bitch the fuck Lifestyles of love. Okay, we gonna um, let me get let me get these nine things out, and then you can possibly call the police. Um, romance to men, <laughs> ladies. I want to hear what y'all got to say, but here we go. Um, I don't believe these are true. I'm sorry. I think these are bullshit, but I'm gonna read them. So number one, express interest in what he's thinking or feeling by asking him. 
asking self-reflective questions, asking, you know, ideally he may discover things or become aware of things about himself he really thinks about, blah, blah, blah. Number two, give him your undivided attention, eye to eye. Say what you really like. As in, I'd really appreciate it if you dot, dot, dot. That's number three. You seem pretty basic. Four, express appreciation for something he did or said. Again, you know, explicitly expressing your acknowledgement, feeling noticed, being validated. A lot of men do need that shit, so. The ego. The, yeah, yeah. You validate the ego. Mm -hmm. um, number five, say what you really like to do together. Um, initiating a conversation about planning, a getaway, um, you're also telling him that you want some special quality time together, which is something you can both look forward to, I guess. Okay. Um, number six, ask questions that encourage him to open up. Um, you know, perhaps it's self, like self-examination questions that he would have to like think about. Um, you're sending a message that you want to know him more deeply, blah, blah, blah. Um, number seven, show that you understand where he's coming from, like... I get that what's most important to you is dot, dot, dot. It already, and it says, it says understanding is a basic human need. So I don't feel like these are necessarily geared towards men specifically, but okay. This is what men have said. So number eight, surprise him based on the notion that men long to be free and spontaneous. So... I guess not something that's like, like Sean was saying, something that's not going to necessarily benefit you as the woman. And nine is celebrate what connects you to each other. What's most special and what works best in your relationship. He's worth it. You're worth it. Your relationship is worth it. So I feel like they're pretty uh, basic, but that whole thing about like, asking the question i don't i guess that would depend that would depend on the man i think it's hard for a lot of men to open up so right so i guess that's romantic to be able to get them to a place where they will getting them comfortable with opening up to you okay all right but you gotta know them yeah or you gotta have these magic words i don't know i feel like men Yeah, um, I mean, I definitely feel like men are softer with, not all women, but with, you know, a certain type of a woman, or they're a certain woman. Um, yeah. Yeah, they are, because there's certain, you know, there's certain things that you can't do with uh, your boys, of course, you know. Right. Like um, but what I also got for, you know, like, things that men wish that women mm -hmm. do uh, which I found funny was let him take care of you. Was one on there. Um, so my mom tells me that I have a problem letting a man be a man. <laughs> okay, well, I think okay, I can I can see that being true, but I I don't know that that's the same thing because I can't say that I would trust every man Bingo. that I've ever dated to take care yes. of me if I was sick. Not even just that, just 
do, I don't know, fix things, put things together. Oh. Um, taking care see, of because, uh, See, that's hard. That's hard for me, too, because, look, a lot of people, and I'm not even going to say men, a lot of people are just unreliable, and they say they'll do it, or they'll say they'll be there, and, and then they won't. When, when, when the chips yeah. fall, they're not there, and it's really hard to, re- I'm sorry, it's really hard as a woman in this day and age to rely on a man to do anything for you, and women have, women tell other women that you're dumb if you sit around waiting for a man to do things for you. Um Instead of doing them for your goddamn self. Now, I understand chivalry. I understand um, Southern hospitality and being very, you know, um, you know, gender roles and things of a certain a certain upbringing. But right. Um, if I've asked, if I've expected you to come through to do something and you haven't before, you cannot expect me to ever trust that you're gonna come through. Like you, you just like can't. a man of your word. Yeah. And even when, even if you are reliable and I can call on you, there's still going to be points in time where I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to get this done my motherfucking stuff. Because I'm a woman and I can do that. And somebody told me that this will happen to me. There are times when being this independent, self-sufficient woman has come to bite me in the ass. Sure. Of course. And it absolutely has. But it it is hard. It is hard. You know, this whole, like, I believe in partnership and not leadership. So, at times, feeling like I'm relinquishing, not my control, but just part of my independence is really, it bothers me. And it does. And especially if I'm relying on you for something and you don't fucking do it. Exactly. Not that you can't do it, but you don't even, like, you try. Don't. Mm-hmm. It's just so bothersome to me, you know? And I feel like sometimes I'm too hard. I feel like sometimes I'm too hard. And I become stone. Definitely. Sure. Definitely. Um, but yeah, so I guess because it's like, well, you never let me do this and that. Because I feel like, like you were saying, if a man, if you were sick, right? I feel like if I was sick, I'm still, I'm gonna still tell that motherfucker what to fix me, what to do, how much support in there, and just bring it to me. I can't physically get up and get it myself, but I'm gonna yeah. tell you how to bring it to me. <laughs> and we don't yeah. have to do that for them. We know we're gonna do this, that, and you know, third and stuff like that. So I, I uh, actually agree with you. <laughs> yeah I and mean, it sounds like such a generalization but it just is what the fuck it is okay it just and is. i'm sorry if you're unreliable you can't expect me to you can't expect me to want to give you that kind of i don't want to say power but just that kind of i don't know control um, over 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 my my well-being as a human like i don't know i just yeah uh, of course you could have just given us a, you know, the five minute symbol, Quan. But we love you guys. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't even paying attention to the time, but um, thank you guys. It was a good time. Um, next week we'll be talking about compatibility, and uh, we're gonna try to move into, you know, boundaries and laws and rules of attraction yeah finances you know single parenting and dating we'll come back to that subject um our friend pilar wants to come back and talk about her you know she can't choose between two men again so we'll just have to have a catching up no we'll just have to have a catching up i told her we'll just have a catching up with pilar because i i I can't name this i can't name this episode but oh catching up with pilar for sure we love you guys i love you
guys. Thank you. Thanks. Happy Memorial Day. Thank you to all you, you yes, know, sir. that have served and um, yes, risk your lives. Yeah. Stay inside, guys. Play the music, Juan. And you know, <laughs> next time we'll be back. Maybe we'll have a guest. Maybe we won't. But uh, I, I guess you never know. <laughs> guess expect the unexpected. Yeah, expect the unexpected. Cheers to you guys. And um, I'm going to fucking bed. Take your ass to bed. Quan, <laughs> you gotta play the music so we can go. What's happening? <laughs>